Welcome to the Burn Bright Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping big-hearted creative women battle burnout and live happy, healthy, vibrant lives. I'm Kellyanne, a fellow big-hearted creative, a licensed therapist, and a proud, quirky millennial. So I have Rachel Maj with me today, and I'm so excited to be talking with her because As you all know, I have talked about all the importance of the ABCs of burnout and the prevention of it. And one of the things that I'm really passionate about is authenticity and alignment. And so we had to get those things out in front and discuss what they were. But I told you I wanted to have people come on, especially inspirational women come on and talk about how they apply those principles in their lives. And so Rachel is with us today. She is a content marketer amongst many other things which she will talk about and i want to talk to her because i think she has a very inspirational story to tell about alignment and authenticity in her life and so i wanted to talk about how that evolved for her and and from where she was and to where she is now and so rachel thank you for being here absolutely kelly thank you so much for having me i am super excited to dive deep into my story and how it could help other people not get into burnout and avoid that by being in alignment with what they truly are passionate about. Yes, yes, exactly. And so Rachel and I met because she has this group that is about multi-passionate entrepreneurs and I am very multi-passionate and so is Rachel. There's so many things I want to do during a day (laughs) that I love. And so (laughs) we connected on that level. And while we were chatting, we also kind of discovered all these different things we had in common in the wellness world. And so why don't you talk a little bit about like your background professionally, the kinds of things that you do, your interests, and then what you do now. Yeah, absolutely. And it's sort of a crazy story because I, my entire life and what I studied in college is absolutely not what I'm doing right now. So I grew up with the idea that I wanted to be a doctor. Then I realized, you know, healthcare and working as a doctor or a nurse is not for me. I do not enjoy cutting or (laughs) blood does not do well with me. And then I was still in the science field and I decided to study biology with the hopes of eventually going into research and getting my PhD. But when I entered the workforce and started getting more experience and started volunteering and was still planning on going to grad school eventually, I realized how much I didn't enjoy it. Although I was passionate about it, it wasn't something that I could do as a career. And that's when I started working for a nonprofit and I was doing their digital marketing. It sort of fell into my lap. I learned so much about it from doing social media marketing myself and then also joining um, a nonprofit and working for them and doing their digital marketing. So once I entered that job field and learning more about marketing and using it for myself to grow my own social media platforms, and at the time I was doing a yoga teacher training, so a lot of multiple things. I was using my social platform to advertise my yoga teaching and talk about wellness and yoga while I was also working for this nonprofit and learning about social media marketing and how to optimize their social media profiles. And everything took a major turn when I had a huge falling out with the company I was working for and the people I was working for were just very much not in alignment with what I was doing. 
and I decided to pursue my own business and do social media marketing for myself and find my own clients. I had no idea how to start a business. I never thought I would be a business owner. I thought I would always be working the typical nine to five job and doing research, spending hours in a lab, maybe going scuba diving and doing field research eventually. So I never expected that I would become a business owner. And when, when that fell into my lap, I figured it out. So I was able to use my social media platform in order to get clients and then eventually start working with clients and doing social media marketing for them. So a lot of loaded things. And now since starting my business, now I teach other people on how they can use social media marketing to grow their own businesses and get their own clients and make sales. That's awesome. And so there's so many different moments where you kind of pivoted in your career, right? Even from starting from mm -hmm. what you wanted to be as a doctor, right? All the way to now you help people grow their social media as a way to enhance their business, right? So, so many different things. But one of the things I wanted to talk about when we talk about alignment is you, you said in, in the midst of this journey that you've been on, that there was this moment where you realized when you're working for this nonprofit, that it was not in alignment with who you were. And can you talk about what kind of that process was for you internally? Because you had to make a tough decision, right? Sounds like that was a tough decision to realize that you had, that wasn't in alignment. But what kinds of things did, did help you, helped you realize that this was not in alignment with who you were and it was time for a change? Yeah, for sure. And I think I've had multiple of those moments and each time in my life, I got closer and closer to living in alignment, but it took a lot of realization. Even when I was in the beginning stages and I was still doing science and studying science, I was, I, I'll admit it too, I was not the best science student. It didn't come naturally to me. It was something I was totally forcing on myself to continue to complete rather than switching my major with something I probably would have loved a lot more and probably would have been more in alignment. I pushed myself and struggled through it, putting in late nights because it didn't come natural to me versus other students in, in my same field. So that was something that I looked back on and it was something I totally forced upon myself. And I could have probably gotten to this point in my life a lot sooner, but obviously everything happens for a reason. And that was definitely a huge part of my growth and something that I can definitely look back on and reflect on. And so, then so important just to, just to stop for that. Yeah. I know there's one more thing, but I want to catch you on that <laughs> because I think so many women particularly force themselves. You know, when, when I talked about authenticity earlier in the podcast in an earlier episode, we did an exercise where we, we, I ask people to take a pen and paper out and write down what you love and write down what helps you thrive because you have to kind of know your kind of internal mission statement and your kind of code mm -hmm. of ethics and who you are. And knowing that helps you not force yourself so much, which I think happens so often, right? Is that we kind of push ourselves mm -hmm. to go through the motions of things. And it, it, when you're in alignment, ease happens. And we'll talk about that yeah. later, like the changes that you've seen in your life afterward. But when it's hard, and there are things that are difficult in life, but when it's being forced, that's one of the signs that you're out of alignment. So I just wanted to highlight that, oh, yeah. that moment. But anyways, you were, you were saying, continue on. No, yeah, absolutely. And even piggybacking off of this, it was totally ego and pride driven for sure, because 
when I had family members or, you know, my mom and dad talking about what I was studying, it was totally coming out of, I'm so proud of you for, you know, being a woman and going into the sciences, which is definitely male dominated. And it was definitely coming from pride and ego. So I pushed through it as a way to continue to get that proud feeling from my family and continue to get that reaction when I told people what I study. So yeah, definitely. But also, yeah, I was forcing it in the late nights of me trying to get through it and constantly, I guess, feeling those negative feelings and, you know, struggling through it. A lot of late nights, you know, crying and studying and not doing well in school as as I had hoped to be doing. I still came out of it with a degree. I didn't drop out or I didn't fail, but there were definitely learning moments where that that pride drove me to continue to study that in that field and continued for me to continue pursuing the sciences and even trying to go into a master's eventually and doing a PhD down the road, which obviously never got to the master's part, but I am much, I'm in a much better place, which yeah, I'll continue my story. So then I started working for this nonprofit and I was doing digital marketing and a lot of administration work, but I was still working, working for somebody else and constantly being micromanaged. And I didn't have any creative freedom, even though it is a very creative job, content creation and marketing and being able to use my expertise and what I was learning wasn't really an option in in that job position. So I felt super out of alignment just within the job and how I was being managed. But I'm also not saying that every job is like that either. That was definitely my case. And there are totally jobs out there within marketing or digital marketing where you do have creative freedom and you are looked at um, as someone of expertise as well. But that was just my situation. So that's why I decided that I didn't want to work for somebody else and I would rather work for myself and also have the freedom to work with the clients I wanted to work with that allowed me to use my creative freedom to also help their businesses and give them what they were looking for as well. But they're dense. Yeah. And, and also, and then I ha- I've had more moments where now I feel totally, totally in alignment with what I'm doing. And as I was telling Kelly, when we had first met, I have so much more energy, even though I'm putting in way more hours into my business as a newer, on the newer side of owning my business, but I have way more energy and drive to continue to do what I'm doing because I'm living in alignment with what I stand by and I'm not necessarily working working for somebody else and then also being limited by only doing my client work. Now I get to run my own business. I get to create content that I care about as well while also caring about what my audience cares about too. But it's much, much more in alignment with what I'm doing and being able to create courses and coach people and teach people about what I love learning myself. And yeah, it feels way better. And I have so much more energy, like I said. So it makes a difference, right? And and that's the other thing too. Like one of the questions with the alignment episode that we ask people to identify, and I is that 
what are the three things that make you thrive? And just listening to you talk, if I'm going to hazard a guess, just listening to the conversation, it's like being autonomy, being able to be independent, being able to be creative, being able to help people. So you were able to realize that in that job, that while it was a nonprofit and while there were some elements that looked on the surface, like maybe you could be creative, right? And maybe you could help other people. When you were able to really look at it, you saw that those are the three things I need. And yet I feel like I'm stifled in my job. I can't make those decisions on my own. I have to vet them through someone else. Let's say I can't be as creative as I want to be. And while I want to help people, it's not this way. And the minute you kind of pursued a job or a profession that allowed you to have those three things, everything kind of changed and your energy level went up. And that's the thing too with burnout. Just because you're burned out doesn't mean you still can't achieve things. Like you talked about, I was still able to get my degree, right? Like that's mm -hmm. absolutely true. And people think that burnout and sometimes burnout is a complete collapse of your life, right? But it doesn't mm -hmm. have to be. You can be completely functioning in burnout, right? You're just miserable. Yeah. You have no energy and you're not, you know, you're not happy. But when you know the things that you need to be happy, you start putting yourself in a position to get them. And mm -hmm. that allows you to kind of be on the other side of that and have more energy. But that's not without like probably some tough decisions, I'm going to guess. Like, so were there anything yeah. that you had to let go of people or let go of things or tough decisions you had to do to get from point A to point B? Oh, absolutely. And even before I started and really, really dove deep into my own personal development journey about three years ago. I realized how how much I did really let go of. And I talk about this publicly on my platforms as well, but I had to make major shifts in who I surrounded myself with. Yes. And I had a friend group that I knew since what was it, like fourth grade. And we'd been friends for, you know, for 10 plus years and well, yeah, 20 plus years now that I'm thinking about it. And we had always been friends like throughout when I went to college and high school and we were always at different places in our lives. But I realized that that group was not serving me and was really stunting where I wanted to be in my life, also affecting my mood and was also a relationship where the give and take of the relationships were not equal. And I talk about that publicly where that was a really hard decision that I came to, but it almost came to me in a, in a very quick moment. But it, I think a lot of things were leading up to that moment where I just realized enough is enough. And I want to be surrounded by people that lift me up and that are on similar journeys as me, as well as just supporting me, even if they're not necessarily doing what I'm doing, but they're supporting me along the path that I want to go on. And yeah, that was, that was probably the biggest one. And then I, I felt super lost after that because I didn't have a tribe, a community of people that I was constantly going through. I still had my family, of course, but your friend group makes a huge, is a huge part of your yeah. life and who, what shapes you as a person. So I sort of had to, as a, as an adult in my twenties, I had to sort of figure out how to get new friends and how to <laughs> and it's much different when you're out of college and you're back living at home and 
you're working full time now, it's a lot more challenging to find uh, friends as an adult because you, yeah. But I, I enrolled in different hobbies and I took on different things that I loved. One of those things being yoga and found more of my, more of my tribe again and now have like more people that I can turn to that I can FaceTime in an instant or that I can send a quick message to whenever I want to. So yeah, that was probably the biggest thing that I had to let go of to really promote my growth after I had um, left college. Obviously, tons of things in my career that I had to let go of and emotional things, and we can dive deeper into that too, if you'd like. But that, that's the thing that comes to mind. And there's a lot of emotions with that, right? Like I tell people like they're friends, there's a bigger heartbreaks than just like love heartbreaks. Friendship mm-hmm. heartbreaks sometimes hurt worse in a lot of ways oh, yeah. um, than relationship, romantic relationship heartbreaks. But for, you know, for sure, that's a huge theme that, you know, one of the things that also, you know, you and I have talked about, and in general, I talk about with burnout prevention is having supports in your life, like who you have around mm-hmm. you makes a huge difference in your ability to cope with burnout and your ability to be aligned. Because if the people in your world aren't aligned, it's so hard to stay mm-hmm. aligned and stay true to yourself and stay true to what's important to you, to you. And it's not without some sacrifice with alignment, right? Like there's some, you just have to make adjustments. And sometimes that means leaving things behind. What you said a little bit about emotional, what, what would be one of the like more emotional things or emotional aspects that you had to, to leave behind? Yeah. And I guess in terms of like when I was studying science still, I definitely had to let go of that pride and that idea that I have to that I have to be somebody else for somebody for for my family or for my friend group and that I'm self-sabotaging myself in order to please others so that people pleasing idea and I've I've always sort of related to pleasing others you know before um, doing what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And I had to let go of that immensely. And that that did sort of start with leaving that friend group that I had as well and not not being the giver all the time to that. Like I need to I need to have energy for myself and not always giving out my energy. Absolutely. Um, no, go ahead. Finish. Oh yeah. And that was a huge part of it. And obviously my family has been honestly the biggest support. They don't really understand the, (laughs) the idea of having an online business as someone who grew up in the Midwest and is very like, I've come from a very blue collar family. So they don't really understand it, but they support me along the way. So that's what's most important for sure. And I think alignment also leaves space for support. It leaves space. Like, you get energy, you have self-esteem, but you also get support because I think the people who love you see that. Like there's nothing mm-hmm. better than seeing the people we love happy. Mm-hmm. And so we naturally want to support them. Even if, we're like, even if we're like, I have no idea what a digital <laughs> marketer is, right? Like, what is that? Even if you have no idea what yeah. that is, right? You're still supportive of it because you see the happiness in the person that you love. And that is what alignment and authenticity does is it breeds joy, right? It breeds mm-hmm. energy and, and lightness. And so anybody who's invested in your happiness is going to be invested in that. 
And I really resonate with you saying letting go of pride. Because I think for women, we mask people pleasing. We forget it really is a matter of pride. Like there is an yeah. element of pride in that, right? And we, we think it's like being a martyr, right? Like we're such a good person because we do what everybody else wants us to do. But underneath that is pride, right? We really just want everyone to like us, right? And we want yeah. everyone to think we're special or good. And a little bit of that is fine, right? There's nothing wrong with that. But when it's out of control, and more importantly, when it pushes you out of alignment with who you are and pushes you into inauthenticity, right? Then you start to lose your joy. You start to lose your ability to just function and, and be well and be the best at what you want to do, right? So you were, you know, okay at science. You're mm -hmm. now fabulous at digital marketing right? Because yeah. when you're aligned, it breeds this room for, for innovation. And we're going to talk a little bit about what you do now and how we can find you. Cause I think that is just amazing. This journey from like, I was going to be a doctor to now I'm a digital marketer, but I wanted <laughs> to know along the way in this journey, is there anything I, you know, this podcast I tell people is for big hearted creatives. So I'm always thinking of things in the context of like a book quote or a song or a movie quote or something is there anything that you used or think about or that speaks to you that's a quote that like helped you on your journey or that resonates with you now that describes it for you the biggest thing that comes to mind is so i i am a big tony robbins fan and i do take the time each year and i use different methods that he's implemented i've gone to his seminars his book that I am rereading right now is called Awaken the Giant Within. So that's a great book to start off with. It's a pretty, pretty thick book. I am um, not going to lie, but it's definitely taught me a lot of just self-awareness principles that I can constantly use within myself to um, see how I'm operating and like take a step back and think about why I'm triggered by something or how it how certain things affect me and how I react to it and take a step back and think about why that is so that's something I'm constantly thinking about is why I react to certain things whether it's in anger or sadness in sort of those negative emotions and low vibe emotions so that I can switch it and think about how I can react to something that triggers me and get better at it so that I can react from a place of understanding or patience or love and change that reaction. So that's always what I'm constantly focusing on in my personal development journey. So I definitely recommend looking into any of his work if you're curious about that. And it's also a lot of psychological work as well. So that's yeah. the biggest thing that comes to mind and something. Um, even just watching watching inspirational videos from him or from other teachers within the personal development space as well. Sounds good. No, Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins is like <laughs> an old. He's an OG um, yeah. in, in the field of personal development. So tell us a little bit about more about what you do now. Name of your company. How people can find you. So that if anyone's starting a business or looking to even with their businesses use digital marketing, how they can get in touch with you and what makes you so magical and special, which we know you are, um, <laughs> to, to using your services. Yeah. Another thing I'm constantly working about, you know, 
working through is talking about myself. So this is a great opportunity to practice that for sure. So yeah, I am, I consider myself a social media marketing coach, but I do talk in, in realms of business owners, specifically service-based business owners, if you're a virtual assistant or a social media manager or a coach as well. I love working with service providers. So I help people utilize social media and use growth strategies as well as funneling strategies so that you can grow and scale your online business. And right now I do have a course that is called the Online Marketing Accelerator course. So that is really where me and my business partner, who is, she is also a digital marketer, we teach people on how to actually take your pers perspective clients through the journey within social media and how to actually get from the audience member to someone who is enrolling in your programs or services. So that is a little just about the course, and I'd love to share more with your audience if they're curious, but you can definitely find me on Instagram is my personal favorite platform as a digital marketer and someone who's super visual. So you can find me at rachelmajcom. So it's Rachel, R-A-C-H-E-L-M-A-J-C-O-M. You can find me there as well as Rachel Maj on Facebook. And yeah, I think that's, that's a good start. So. No, it sounds awesome. And so many people and listeners here, like a lot of us may have nine to five jobs, but so many of us have side hustles. And so yeah. and most of those side hustles are online and service-based. So, and many of us need all the help in the world with social media. And I'll speak for myself. I'm one of those people that needs all the help in the world. So, and I've checked you out and you are fantastic. So Yes, everybody check out Rachel and hear the journey again as someone who went from being a doctor to social media coaching and digital marketing and and really just being happy and aligned and and just energized about her life and where she's going. And it's not without sacrifice, but as she's told us, it is so worth it. So thank you for being with me today, Rachel. So excited to have you and more to come as uh, we continue to connect down the road. Thank you for coming. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you so much, Kelly, for having me on your podcast. I'm super excited to blast it out to all of my listeners as well. And I can't wait for the future collaborations. Yes. See, she's digital marketing and making it happen even in real time on the podcast. <laughs> See everybody, Rachel in action. All right. Thank you so much, Rachel. Thank you. Thanks for joining me this week on the Burn Bright Podcast. Find me on Instagram at burnbrightpodcast and at letsburnbright.com for more information on self-care, mindfulness, and burnout prevention. You can find this podcast on a host of platforms, Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify, just to name a few. Subscribe and leave a review to the show so that each week I can continue to bring you fresh information. So until next Wednesday, take care of yourself and take care of each other.